Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and I was like oh no it fired you know crap I knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket the working man just like me and you my name's Travis T-Bone Turner from the Bone Collector thank you for tuning in Episode number 94 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. This week, we're actually at 1337 Corn Row Lane, right in here in the Buck Attic, and happening, Eldridge, Iowa. That's right, we're in Iowa this week. Yep, we move across the river for once. <laughs> yeah, oh, good Lord, now I actually have to cross a, cross a river to get here. I'm not a fan of this. <laughs> now you guys know how it feels when I have to drive so far. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't like it, but you're going to have to keep doing it. Um, yep. Let's address the elephant in the room here, or the lack of, well, he's more like an Impala. Kurt isn't with us. Yeah. He's not. That's the first yeah. one he's missed so far yeah. since day one. Back on U.S. soil, though, right? Oh, he yeah, is, yeah. He is, he is. <laughs> as, of, as of like 15 minutes ago, he landed. But he was in Brazil, and, uh, you know, going uh, going forward here for the next, uh, you know, couple, uh, couple weeks, months, um, Kurt will be in and out. Um, you know, just traveling for work. So we're going to be uh, here in Iowa a couple yeah, we, times. We got this handled. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're we're on the good side of the river finally, right, Eric? Yeah, the good side of the creek. <laughs> yeah, we are. Creek, creek, wherever you're from, however you want to say it. You know what You know what the greatest thing about being in Iowa is? What's that? 
know. I was, I was asking you. There's, there's nothing really good here. We're waiting. But no, um, Illinois is good. I was okay. Wisconsin is where you're going to find HHA, which the Working Class Bowhunter podcast is brought to you by HHA. So them three states are very happening for deer. Wisconsin's happening for sites. Hashtag single pin nation. Go check out uh, HHASports.com. Uh, and check out the uh, the sites. I know we are all getting excited. We've got a couple slapped on some bows here. Uh, I slapped my optimizer on my girlfriend's mission flare, and I'm going to be shooting that. <laughs> I just I, I miss shooting. So like, you take up the wood with you this year? Yeah, that might as well, man. It's going to save me quite a bit of money. Same draw length, you know. Just turn down the poundage a little bit so for me, and I'll be good. HHA on it, man. It'll kill. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and if absolutely. you do, and absolutely, when you kill that deer with that one single pin, sorry, this is really weird doing without uh, headphones here. So, <laughs> Eric, we're sounding good, right? Oh yeah, you're good. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I sound a little angry. But when when you kill that deer, you're going to take it to Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing on the other side of the river. Yep, right down yep. there. You're gonna you're gonna cross I-74 Bridge or Centennial, wherever if you're from the area. Two eighty, I take two eighty. Yeah, and you're gonna drive down south sixty seven. Some mile marker, and you're gonna drive down a couple hollers, and you're gonna get to Viola, and you're gonna go down a couple more hollers, and you're gonna come <laughs> you're gonna come upon right one God. more holler, and there's uh, there's gonna be Scott's shop, and it's expanded. So, a lot of cool things are happening. We've got to do some uh, some videos there to show you guys what we're talking about. Um, it's top notch there, top like, notch, best facility I've ever seen out of a processor it's clean yeah it's 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 not like your regular old meat locker and the options for for what you want to do are seeming to be endless because he keeps adding to the menu so um when you kill a deer go check him out um yeah i just i, I got kind of i got kind of lost I'm shoot I'm every deer i get a chance to this year to take one to scott <laughs> yeah. finally mark you're due for one aren't you yeah yeah you're due season last year you know, I know it. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> due right. that happens every once in a while yeah Man, I, I'm sorry. I just gotta, I gotta focus myself. I gotta get back together. I just gotta pack it all in. And what how are you I'm gonna pack it into? <laughs> I'm gonna pack it into a Badlands pack. There you go. Badlandspack.com. That's how I'm gonna keep myself together. I'm gonna hold everything that I need to get through this podcast in that pack. Boom. There's one hanging right there. The new approach camo is looking so good. You know what I did? I was uh, I was out doing some, uh, putting some cameras and stuff out. And I set the pack down, and nature called, so I went and walked away. <laughs> and you lost it. <laughs> and, you lost it. That's I, what I straight up, because like, I, like, I started walking, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I thought I saw a shed, so I start walking a little bit further, and like I came back, and I don't know what was going through my head, but like, you know, I, I knew exactly where I was going to set this particular camera, so my bag would be there. However, when I went back there, I was like, okay. So what you're saying is this camo actually works good. It works, yeah. It works. If okay. This okay. camo can hide from Steve. And it yes, can hide from yes. Steve. And I, I think I'm at least a little bit smarter than a deer, just a little bit. So if it fooled me, yeah, yeah, okay. I could, could fool a deer. How long were you walking around looking for it? Probably half an hour? I, like, I'm actually embarrassed to say. <laughs> like, I not not joking, I was probably looking like 19 minutes. <laughs> I, it was the strangest thing, man. I was like, look, and I go, how am I not... How am I not seeing this? And what ended up happening was there was like some some uh, uh, greenery. I, I don't know. It was like shrubs or whatever. Greenery. 
I, I don't know. It was it was a it was a bunch of weeds, and it was like tucked back there. But like when it, when I finally saw where it was, I said, "Did you actually find it?" Or yeah. Still sitting oh there? no, I, I found it. <laughs> I'll come help you tomorrow. Where, yeah, where I could where I could see where it was. We're on a manhunt for Steve's bag. Yeah, I just I, I I couldn't I could not take my eyes off it, and like I. It was like that that internet thing where once you see the cigar in the in the bricks, that's all you can see. So like as soon as I knew it was there, that's all I could see. Um, so I was kind of weird, but like I, I knew I looked over there. So I don't know. So from this whole story, you're saying that the camouflage that, that camo works. works. Okay, yeah, good. That's good. That's good. And I lost 19 minutes of my life. I didn't have cell phone <laughs> service either, so that was the worst thing. Oh, I actually God. had to do some work. But uh, yeah, we're. Uh, Sure, I was close. You could have called Creative Critters. I could have helped you come look. I should have. I know you hunt out by my house. Yeah, I should have, Mark. I should have. <laughs> right down the road. Mark, we, we missed you. We're glad you joined us here. It is extremely hot up here. Yeah, I am. I, sh- I should not have turned that fan off. Yeah. That's probably what's throwing us off. But um, we're, uh, we're episode 94 here in Iowa. Me and Eric actually did something really cool that we want to talk about. Yep. We went down into the middle of nowhere. Right, so and we found this place called One Sixty Four Outdoors. It was definitely an interesting trip. I can say that. Yeah, our uh, our good buddy Clark Cummings told us about this from Respect the Game. He said, uh, he said, oh yeah, you gotta go, um, gotta go check this guy out. His name's Ross Bigger, and he uh, he sells elites out of his like garage. I was like, really? And he's like, well, it's it's more in a garage. So Kurt ended up going down there. That's where he got the spirit from. For Sam, and uh, he told us, he's like, dude, you guys got to go check this out. So we're like, all right. We'll go check it out. Why not? So we get in contact with, with Ross. Great guy. And we're like, hey, man, me and Eric are going to come down there. And uh, Eric's like, all right, I'll pick you up. So we're driving down, and we get about 10 minutes away. He goes, well, I'm out running some cameras, so can you make it an hour? We're like, all right, whatever. We'll go kill. Me and Eric will go kill some time down at Farm King. Yep. Right? Yep. Greatest store ever, by the way. This is this was this I freaking was, love Farm King. It's awesome. We we were literally killing so much time. We almost bought a beekeeper set. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> well, so yeah, we're we're checking that stuff out, and you know, we're, it's down in Monmouth, right? And this uh, the address that I was getting said we're about ten minutes away. And I was like, okay. So me and Eric, you know, we kill time, and then we start driving down there. Well, we get into this town. And we're driving around, and the only thing that is in this town is rundown houses and Camaros, Camaros, and wood piles. Like everybody's got a log splitting <laughs> machine, and we're driving down. We're looking for this place, and we just cannot find it. And it's this is we're down lost, in, pretty much. Yeah. Th- so this is down in in Kirkwood, Illinois. He finally calls back. He's like, "Hey, man, where are you?" And I was like, "All right, dude, we're like across the street. Are we in the right place?" He goes, "Oh, no, 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 no." He's like, "No, you got to come up on the highway." I'm like, which one's that? He's like, well, 164, hence the name 164 Outdoors. <laughs> we didn't put two and two together, obviously. So, so no, we're driving there, and, and you know, you'll, you'll know you'll find it when you drive past. There's a uh, a hair salon, or it's a tanning, tanning salon, salon, just in this big intersection of like 135, 164. So, um, we, we get down there, and you know, he had the absolute setup. You know, we we go in there, we meet him, and he's like, come on in. So he had this old milk barn, and you go in there, and he's just got elites right on the wall for sale. Yep, it's like a man cave slash bow shop. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. we post a video of it. And, uh, you know, we're in there. He's a great dude. He actually was on Respect the Game this last season. He shot a bear 
Um, and then he had a had a buck that he killed. Um, I can't. I, and I was going to write down the episodes, but kind of kind of work. The deer on the wall I saw in that video were. Uh, <laughs> he must be around. Not only log splitters, but great deer hunting. Yeah, when yeah. you're wow. yes. when when you're talking to him, he's like such a nice dude, and uh, you know you look behind him and he's just all smiles, all super nice. And there's two two hundred inch deer right behind him, <laughs> right behind him the whole time. <laughs> Jeez, but, it looks big. I know that. Yeah, so Absolutely. you know if you're down in that uh, if you're down uh, eastern um, eastern Iowa, western Illinois, down in the uh, you know Macomb, Burlington kind of area, uh, it's real easy to drive to. And if you're not, if you don't know what you're looking for, you're going to miss it. But once you find it, it's, it's amazing. Go check it out. I mean, he's got every elite you want. Scott yeah. releases. He's got arrows, whatever you need. He's got it there. And it's, it's a really cool story. You know, I know we're kind of dragging it on, but uh, it, you know, you just, you're in the middle of nowhere, farm country. And here's a, you know, a nice little bow shop. So, you know, you don't have to drive super far into the city. You can go basically get what you want. Yep. And uh, he'll set it up for you. He's got some arrows and stuff in there, so uh, he's going to be doing a podcast here pretty soon. We're not really, really sure when, but it's coming up. That's uh, that's what we know about that. But um, we got Mark, hey, money, Mark, money bags. money bags, money bags, money bags, money yeah. bags. We, haven't, I, a, we haven't got a check lately. Yeah, I'll have to bring you yeah. something or a briefcase. I am, had to, to fill in for Kurt. Okay. I am big shoes, but I'm trying <laughs> ripping in sweat. Right now, speaking of checks, I'm going to owe ten dollars to a uh, are, a veterans fund. Um, I was going to get a veteran, and then we were trying to figure this out to get this podcast going. Um, so I just, we'll I'll, just uh, shout I'll throw out to all the vets. There we go. Just yeah, like, all vets, all single I'll vets out there. Ten bucks to a, a vet charity, probably Dark Horse Lodge. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they get that off the ground. But um, Mark, you're in here with us. Yep, sure am. Showed up today. Good yep. lord. I don't know if I know anything, but we'll give her a shot. Well, we're going to find out what you know. <laughs> you know everything, Uh-oh. Mark. Right, you, know, you know just about everything. You were wanting to know. <laughs> You're like an encyclopedia on deer. <laughs> You're like, what, what are you going to talk about today? I'm old school um, with my uh, equipment, though. I'm trying to catch up with you young guys. Well, you then that's are. just what we were going to talk about, <laughs> yeah, Mark. Well, so exactly you, what we want to talk about. Yeah, you have made the transition. Now, you're probably about two and a half thousand years old. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or so. Uh, something like that. So, I mean, you, the the equipment you were using was, like, really primitive. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. it's it's interesting that you were able to concoct such a... I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no, we, we do want to talk about because, you know, the, the last bow that you shot was, <clears throat> it was a, you know, what was it? It was a 2003 Hoyt Havoc Tech. Single cam with the idler wheel and super slow. And yeah, <laughs> which you know it. The but, thing, the thing with archery and, and bows, you know, when you, when you look at like a car for two thousand three, that's not that old. Yeah, but right, the way that not. but the way that technology is with bows. Exactly. Things. Someone's are... on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got more important things you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the way that uh, bows are. You know that that's a lot older technology than what's out yep. now. So, yep. um, with bows too. I mean, old technology can be two or three years. You know, what I mean? yeah, yeah, it, it can change true. real fast. Yeah, I think they're kind of getting to a point where they can kind of only do so much. Yeah, you know, nowadays. But in two thousand three, you probably said that too. And yeah, now look at where they're yeah, at. Yeah, but in 03, I mean, you know, I'm shooting a single cam with an idler wheel, and yeah. you know, the speed that you get out of a you know having dual cams is. A whole lot better, and 
Uh, it was a short axle to axle bow, I think like 28 or something. And, uh, you know, I had the old Havoc, the tech riser that Hoyt came out with, with the bridge design, which was awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. The thing was, it was old, but it was accurate as heck. The thing, I loved shooting it. It was, I think it was XT2000 limbs on it, which were super quiet, no shock. I mean, it was a good quality bow for, you know, for what it was, but it but just wasn't that fast. With and that Hoyt, though, you shot with the rest <laughs> of us, hands down. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hands it was, down, It was a man. good bow, and I shot it for a long time. What was so. the last, yeah, the last pin you had on? I had actually 50 pins, or 50-yard yeah, yard pin. A 50-yard pin, he's shooting 100 yards. Still shooting 100 yards. Shooting up at the moon. And yeah. That's what <laughs> a, that's a Amy, uh, she said something when we were out of our shoot, and she goes, uh, she said something. She goes. She goes. Yeah, you guys with your you know new fancy bows, and she's like, and then you get some seasoned vets like Mark and Gene that come out and just shoot better than you guys with their <laughs> old equipment. <laughs> just been doing it for a while, but yeah, once I, you know, started. Well, I'll skip the story, but I ran over my old diamond, <laughs> my old gem, and uh, that was a bad day. And uh, kind of sort of had to get a new bow, so just kind of started. Looking at, you know, been a Hoyt guy my whole life. And so right away I started thinking, man, I guess I'm getting the next, the newest Hoyt. And then, you know, I started, you know, watching hunting shows, talking to all you guys who were into this. And, and you guys just seemed like you were all into the the newer stuff and all the, the new rests and the new releases oh, yeah. and the stabilizers and all this stuff that I didn't really pay all that much attention to back in the day. I had a drop away and all that, but <clears throat> the technology had changed a lot. So for me, I started looking at, I had I used to race dirt bikes and trashed my shoulder, so I started hearing about take the shootability challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, and this thing's got the greatest draw cycle in the back wall, easy to draw, and blah blah blah. <clears throat> so I started looking into Hoyts, and I think uh, Kurt had a synergy, and I said, "Let me shoot that." One time we were doing a podcast, and I was like, "That is the smoothest drawing bow I've ever laid my hands on, dude." And so you know, I went to the Talk to Poppy and Tim Kitts, our buddies, and yep. and uh, yep. they, uh, you know, gave me some ideas and stuff to look at, and I shot a bunch of bows, and heck yeah, man, in the Elite, I couldn't beat it. It's not the fastest, but it shoots like a dream, and it's quiet. And so, like, you've been around for a lot longer than we have, but... Oh, like, a lot longer. Yeah. yeah. And you've been shooting bows a lot longer, but... Decades. Is there a huge <laughs> difference between, you know, from when you started to now? I mean, like... Um, a big noticeable, like if you shot a bow from 20 years ago. For me, I don't really say I notice it all that much because I don't shoot the speed bows, you know what I mean? Right, I, don't, right. I don't care if it shoots 340 feet per second. It does not matter to me. So for me, not really. It, it was, I guess I should say yes, actually, because when I picked up that giant... <laughs> 33 and a half inch <laughs> yeah. axle to axle to me that was a monstrous gigantic bow with a huge riser and i was like what is this yeah because you're what five and a half more inches uh yeah. i did that math right a lot uh, it's was a, that yeah, four and a half wait what'd you say you lot. were 28 28 i think or something now i'm shooting 30 and, and a half. so that one's 30 okay yeah. yeah so quite a bit for me it was that part of it was a huge difference that you know once you get all your stuff on the bow and then you and get you your stabilizers and your quivers and all right. that. I'm shooting a back bar now. My bow weighs 7.7 7 pounds. 
And for me, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, my old little Hoyt, geez, that thing probably didn't weigh four and a half, five pounds. <laughs> but so better stability. You know right? what, though? Yeah. It, yeah. It seems like, like, you know, I, I and maybe I didn't know you uh, as long when you had your old Hoyt, but it seems like you shoot a lot more. Yeah, you I know, do. The, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about, you know, because cause the generation that you came from, I, you know, we, we joke, but you're not that old. No, right? 46. I hope that's not that old. Yeah, so, <laughs> so 46. I mean, you're, you're in that, that range of, of guys that, um, you know, I think that generation is getting more towards shooting a lot. Yeah. You know, not just the, you know, you always hear about the guys who just go out there and shoot, you know, September 20th, mm-hmm. pull the bow out for the first time and shoot. But, you know, you're starting to see, you know, I, I've, when you're on a 3D range, everybody of, you know, all ages, and I'm just, you know, I'm wondering if with the technology being a little bit easier and there being more of it, mm-hmm. because there's everybody's got a, you know, stabilizer, there's a, mm-hmm. a tons of release companies, and there's so many products being out there, you know, um, the, the ease of shooting. Yeah. I think they've made it more fun to shoot. Yeah. So maybe that's why a lot more people are doing it um but what do you what do you, i mean do you I shoot think, because we all shoot a lot i or? think i think back in the day when i first started i shot a lot but there was only so much you could you would put on your bow you know it was just you know you get a release you, you know you get a rest and you shoot it's not like nowadays there's you know that was before drop away arrow rests and i did prong styles what i used the old and, aluminum arrows yeah, yeah. old aluminum oh, yeah. uh, uh, game Ooh. getters I, not, to, not to change the subject i tried to straighten an aluminum arrow oh, once good luck. Oh, God. yeah when yeah uh <laughs> i don't know why i attempted it there's an arrow straightener and a bent up aluminum arrow and i tried that and <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no way. only works so good yeah you know it's Everybody swear. Some people still swear by aluminum arrows, but yeah, you can obviously see why they went to carbon. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're back, cheaper and they break. Just get rid of them. Yep. Back in the day, I even when I first started shooting, I still wanted to try to stay old school, and I shot fingers with a compound bow, and that's that's hard on your fingers. And I just wouldn't I wouldn't shoot a release. Well, yeah, because you, know, you can only shoot probably what three or four arrows at a time, maybe. Yeah, no, you could shoot more than that, but it, you, you build up, you know, the calluses on your right. fingers. I yep. shot a tab. A finger tab with a with a calf skin on it, and I just I you know I it was new technology back then, or we thought, and I wanted to upgrade to you know a better compound bow, but I just I still wanted to stay you know I, I don't know I'm not an Indian, but I love the Indians, and I right. just wanted to yeah. stay old school. Well, I think yeah. that's how it is too. Like your guys' generation, I mean, with our generation with like computers and stuff, we're yeah. better with it and technology and stuff, and then. Yep. Once we introduce it to you guys, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, why didn't I do this?" You know, yeah. like ten years ago. You know, you know that, it's so much easier. But then you want to stay. They want to stay old, old school the whole time. Right, like, right, I ain't yeah. trying that new crap. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, well, just try it, and then they try. Like, oh, I guess it is better. We yeah. you know, we do talk about that a lot. You know, there's a lot of that. Um, you know, and and I've always brought up. What, I think that yes, there can be too much technology in hunting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's gonna there's gonna be a certain point in time, but like. You know, don't you think it's it's not with with all the advantages that you know our generation is is bringing out? And I, when I say our generation, I'm talking millennials. And you know, with not that we're doing it, but the fact that like when you can get you know um, what, what's that uh, what's that app on your phone? Not Scout Look, 
Um, just oh, where you can set the pins and stuff. Yeah, and yardages and, and just, just according to an app on your phone. Yeah, yeah and you check in the weather and stuff. I mean, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it does. It does bring in an, an advantage that you know a lot of like Eric said, a lot of the old school guys. I ain't trying that. Right. I suppose. I suppose when I shot, when I first got into it, I shot a lot because I was new to it and I wanted to get good at it. So then, after you know, two, three, four years of shooting, and you get pretty good. You do slow down. I was that guy that came out in September and shot. And yeah. I'm good enough. I've done this enough. Right. But yep. now, I guess I didn't know quite as many bow hunters back then either. Yeah. So now I want to shoot more just because we're all talking about it. We're all doing it. I have more bow hunting friends now. So, But, yeah, I agree. The, the, the technology has made it easier. When my dad and I decided to go to a release, it was like, why were we idiots trying to be, <laughs> right. you know, I'm going to shoot with my fingers and... You know, then you change your rest and, you know, you get a release and, and it's just, you know, now you guys are into stabilizers that are 14 <laughs> inches long, three feet right. long, so. back bars, all that stuff. It's, I think that in the, in the thumb release and the tension releases, yeah. I think it's just, there's more now to mess with and it keeps your interest. And, and I guess it's just hanging out with guys I think that's guys the thing that too, like too. It, just trying different combinations to see mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. what can make me better as a shooter, and what can make my accuracy improve? You know what I mean. Right. Back in the day, there was only so much you could try to make right. yourself better. Yep. It was you know, ninety percent you. You're right. Right. You know? There's a there was one and, old old school thing that uh, Ross did that new technology. Ross bigger from 164 mm-hmm. outdoors, 164. Sorry, I'm dripping in sweat. He <laughs> <laughs> what he did was he took his uh, stand. I think he had an SX3, and um, what he did was like, you know, he took that release and I, I just call this an old school thing. Like it wasn't working quite good enough for him. So what he did was he took like hockey tape and he'd wrap one, shoot it and he'd wrap, shoot it until he got that thumb about where he wanted it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know, I know, you know, talking to a lot of guys like that, they would always say that or a, a lot of old school dudes, it would be, you know, just, just some of the stuff that, they would do with their own equipment, oh, you know, yeah. that, and I think that's kind of where that, where there is a hold up with that generation is a lot of these things. And, um, a, the, the way that technology is coming with bows, you know, everybody still wants to work on their own stuff, mm-hmm. but it's, get, it's like you said, it's getting more difficult uh, yeah. to work on your own stuff oh, anymore. Yeah. You I know, mean, the, it's not, you just, load a string up on a bow anymore and go out and shoot it. Yeah, you know? the, the the stuff is starting to get more complex. And I know there's been a couple guys that have uh, gone out and they're like, you know, wanting to do a lot of their own stuff. I mean, if you're fletching your own arrows and cutting them, that's one thing. Right. That's still, um, I mean, that's still pretty much Working simple. on your cables yeah. and strings and, and adjusting your timing of your cams and cam lean and Putting shimming a twist this. In that, yeah. And that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, it's crazy. Back in the day when I first started, there was only so much you could do. Yeah. You know, now you can, geez, there's lots Put of Put one more twist in tweak, it or, yeah, you know. Tweak with, yeah. You know, so that's, you know, it, and, and it is, it, it's not just confined to that. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm, I'm picking on a generation or anything because there are guys in my generation that, you know, think, oh, I can just work on whatever. And right. it's like, you know, well, yeah. some, you know, and, and some people don't realize some bows don't work in some presses. Yeah. That's true. And well, it's kind of it's kind of annoying, you know, as a um, looking at it as a uh, as a bow shop owner, because say, you know, I want to carry 
you know, you want to carry Hoyts and Elites. Well, you can't put Hoyts in like a, um, oh, I can't think of the, uh, yeah, I know you have to have the Express. Certain yeah. press without to, attachments or jigs. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, you know, I get it that, you know, I don't think any company should just conform just so it's, uh, you know, one size fits all. Yeah. Like, don't do that. That would curve in. But, yeah. you know, on the same part, it's still really annoying for for the shop owners because, you know, you're trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden someone brings in something like I, you, you have to turn down their business because you don't want to ruin their product. But then you're not making that money. Right. And yeah, that's just that's kind think, of the. I think that most bow shops probably can do a whole lot more than they used to be able to back in the day when I oh, first shot. Oh, yeah, no because, doubt. You know, back in the day when I first shot, if 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 there wasn't a bow shop around me and something went wrong, you, you know, you had to makeshift fix it somehow until yeah. you could get to the bow shop so you Absolutely. could still shoot or hunt. Right. And nowadays, I mean, the way the internet is, good grief, you can look anything. I want to tie a D loop. Okay, look it up. I you want to YouTube it. Serve All my you own do is YouTube string. It. Can, yeah. yeah, you can be, you know, you can do a lot yourself now. But it's just crazy just how many, that. I mean, you take one bow and you shoot through paper and it's shooting off. It could be so many different factors now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it, could, oh, yeah. it could be almost anything. Yep. Level knock, travel, all kinds of different stuff. Your rest Absolutely. Off, I mean, timing's off. That's or, where the, how much technology can you put into a bow? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Before yeah. you actually put a computer on it, it shoots it for you. Yeah. So as, um, you know, as, as like me and Eric know, you know, as far as our archery goes, like this stuff is, you're right there. The Herm's already give me the give me that jug. <laughs> as far as like you know, we know like you know like the parallel limbs and things like that. That's just like normal. Yeah. Um. I remember. I remember too when split limbs came out and everyone yeah. was like, "Ooh, I don't know about these." You yeah. know, like are these going to hold up? Because it was just a big ordeal. Yeah, my old one had split limbs, but they were great. Never had one bit of trouble with them. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, the you know it, it's it's got to be tough for the boat companies every year. Say, oh my God, what are we going to do this year? What do we? What, what, yeah. what, what can we, we come, think of now? Yeah, what you know are we going to come mean? up? Hey, and, oh, the new yeah. And let me ask you this: Yo Yo Cam. You know? <laughs> do boat companies? I, do boat companies have to put out a bow a year? Uh, I mean, you I know, mean, to is keep that, up on competition, absolutely. You know, right? I have the best thing, man. The best yeah, new thing, I mean, you know. You know, but, but I think a lot of times they can go too far. Uh, and you know, I'm, and here's here's the thing that I've been thinking about from the year before worked actually better. You know, yeah, and that's that's like the, um, you know, when we were looking at, at the elites, that you know you can still get the E35 and it's got the updated limb pocket like all the 2016s come with. Mm-hmm. You know, and the synergy and if you um, if you were to ask Ross, he said that that bow was like the best shooting elite that he's ever had. Mm-hmm. And and that's like he said. That's everyone's go-to bow. They'll go shoot. Yeah. They'll go shoot a brand new bow that comes out. They'll like it. They'll love it. But then they always have that E thirty-five as their backup because mm-hmm. they yeah. loved the E thirty-five. So I, I mean, you know, does it come to a point where like a lot of bow companies and you know you'll notice a trend where they keep a, a bow around for about two, three years, mm-hmm. and then something changes on it. You know, I, I maybe I'm just sounding like. Will I say that I've sh- I shoot better now than I did then? No, I won't say that. I, I still think I could pick up that old Hoyt if it wasn't broke and shoot as good as I can with my Elite. Well, yeah. So, 
I don't know. So that's where you get I don't, where I don't know you don't where see goes. much of a difference so, yeah. between yeah. your shooting. So if yeah, they made that right. that same bow, but it does have a better back wall. It's not yeah. jumpy cam. It's it's it is more stable. To you're aim. you're more comfortable shooting. Right. It's your elite. That all right, here, yeah. but let me ask you this. Let me ask you if they made that. Uh, what was the name of it? The Hoyt Havoc Tech. Havoc Tech. That's right. Mm-hmm. If they made a 2016. Havoc Tech with like you know real small. Maybe there's a second gen, like how they do cars. Mm. <laughs> would that be the bow that you would buy? No, I'd still really? buy what I bought now okay. because the elite back wall is ridiculous. I can, you know, you ever seen the video where the guy, I think it's the yeah. owner of Elite, and he hangs his uh, D loop on a hook and pulls down on his bow. Stay and there. Yeah, yeah there. it holds itself back. Yep. My bow will do that. I've done that with my bow. It holds itself back. You've done that? Yes. Yeah, of course he I did. Could, of course I could, he did. No, he's money bags. He's got money to blow. <laughs> well, to this. well, like I said, my bow weighs 7.7 7 pounds. That's a good point. And Elite says you're holding approximately 7 pounds back <laughs> with their bow. And most bows his, are holding No, his about was like 6.3. Huh? I, I remember oh, looking was, at that. Yeah, it was a, it's it was a little less than seven. I, th- I think the I think the pamphlet, the book that you get, your owner's manual. I think it says you're holding approximately seven. Yeah, pounds but fat. still, you know what I mean. And, and with my stuff on my bow, my quiver, and my stabilizer and back bar, seven point seven pounds. My bow will hold itself at full draw. I can That's totally insane. let go. That's insane. crazy. I would never even <laughs> try that. Yeah, well, I was nervous. But I can I, just see Mar- see you like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm like. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try this chat. Here we go. I yeah, can't wait to see Mark's Snapchat of his bow in the I, ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I showed a couple of people that that come over to the shop. and they How many times have you done out. that? Like four or five. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop doing people that. People freak out. The one guy's sure, like, gonna, let me you get know, Elite's, Elite's going to hear this. Well, they're probably not going to hear this. Someone might be able to hear this. And if you blow your bow up, you're not going to have that warranty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and buy the new Havoc Tech because it's got it did. It had a jumpy back wall. You know, it, it's... I liked it because it was short axle they, to axle for aiming. You know, but if, if they made those minor improvements, well, yeah, if they made the minor improvements, yeah. I it would be a toss up for you me. You would I give guess. it. You would give it a shot, though. Uh, yeah, I would give like, it a shot. Like like you Absolutely. would be like a Chevy Silverado, like a, like a Silverado. <laughs> you know, yeah, the uh, the old box Chevys had problems, but you know, I, it you depends know. on how it draws. You, I'm telling you, I've drawn a lot of bows in my life, and I've never had a draw cycle. Like this elite synergy, even if you get the 35 or the 31 or the impulse 31 or, or the 32, I mean, or the impulse 31 or the impulse 34, they don't draw like the synergy. They don't. The cams well, the, aren't the, the same. best thing I like to do. They're people, still nice. They're still nice. Trust me. I'll but, show up with an elite and people are like, I've never shot one of those. Can I shoot it? I'm like, <laughs> absolutely. Go ahead. Yep. They'll shoot like, oh, yeah, it's nice. The back wall's nice, whatever. I'm like, okay, try this. Draw back and try let down on it. Yes, I do that. And too. every time someone draws back, and they're just waiting there. They're sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And they'll be like, they they'll look, look over you. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't yeah. do it. Like, do it just me, actually, me, me and Herm watched that too. We're, we're sitting there. Some kid was shooting. Let down. Yeah. And he's like, uh, uh. Yeah, he's like, I just want to shoot it. I, I can't let down. I just yeah. want to shoot it. I'm like, I do no, that with let customers down. that come in too. I'm oh, like, yeah. here, pull this back. Okay, now, let down. They just, what? What? It blows and then their I mind. I told my son the first day he came over and saw my new bow, and I'm like, turn your back. Don't look at me. And I'm like, he's like, all right, what? And I shot it, and I go, you pay attention to the loudest noise that you hear. And he goes, okay. So I shot it. The arrow hits the target. He turns around and goes, it was louder hitting the target than the arrow hitting the target than the bow was going off. 
And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. exactly what I was hoping you'd say. Yeah. And it's true. And I've done it a bunch that's of times. That's not what you want, though, right? Oh, yeah, you do. Because the bow's <laughs> but, quiet. But, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. But hold on. But, but the problem you want is. the arrow hitting the target to be yeah. louder than the bow going on. But, but the yeah. problem is Zach had headphones in and was listening to Mushroom yeah. Head or whatever yeah. Yeah. metal bands he listens to. So, quietness, the draw, the back wall. It was probably that hair was in his ears, actually. He needs to get a haircut. <laughs> needs to be a strapping young lad. What's that young man doing? So. Is, is he, does he got a bow yet? He has an old Hoyt. Oh, can't remember what kind it was that I bought him when he was a little bit younger. And it was one of those ones that was real adjustable and you could grow with it. But he's definitely in, in need of a new bow. Well, he's yeah, he's still so. growing. He's what, 13? He's got, yeah, 13. <laughs> <laughs> 21. He's got, he's, he, he's got a good construction job now. Hopefully. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, hopefully, so he'll need to be buying something. Yep. He's going to hopefully be a union carpenter here pretty soon. And, and I'm pretty sure he'll buy an elite from what he's seen with me. He's in love with my bow. So, so you're going to take him down to 164 outdoors yes, then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yep. Now, uh, how, how did you hear about those guys? Did you hear it on the podcast oh, or yeah, something? From you guys. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. There you go. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's a, you know, you kind of wonder if, you know, you get a, he's, he's had an older bow, but like if you get someone their first bow, I mean, do you really want to spoil them? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, you should make it enjoyable for them so they want to stick with it. Like, I, I get, get that. Yeah, but get them one of those adjustable bows where, because not everyone can draw back a 70-pound bow right away, yeah, you know? right, right, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Keep you know cranking what? it up and get them used to it where... That diamond, uh, that... Uh, the day we had Dave Thomas on from Bowhunter Planet, and he's like, "Dude, the next day you need to check out this video." He's like, "I did this uh, bow for Diamond, and it was it, it's one of the most adjustable bows. Like, I think the only thing that's close to it is the Mission Craze too, where it's you know for for uh, any listeners out there, you know, if you're thinking about getting your kid a bow, and you know, kids grow like like uh, Iowa <laughs> corn, you know, <laughs> that we're looking right out, out the window of the buck attic. Uh, it's you can adjust the draw length. It's it, it's so simple to do it, and you know you can just take it down to a bow shop, and it takes thirty seconds for him to do. Um, but that diamond for you know for someone who's you know you fourteen year old kid, they want to shoot, you know, and and keep keep shooting, you know, enjoy it. And you don't have to keep buying them a new bow each and every year. But the adjustability is such a wide range, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like down to 15 pounds to... Like 65, 70. So they can shoot that for ever if they wanted to, you know? Like, that's nuts because as well as those bows shoot, um, I ended up... Like, I shot a Mission Craze, and, like, it shoots really well. And I'm like, how come other bow companies can't do it like this? Like, with the new uh, Hoyt... Um, the DFX cam, um, you got to get, uh, there's like, I think there's three levels of cams, maybe one or two or three, but they have that adjustability where, you know, you can adjust the draw length right on the cam. You take an Allen wrench, you don't have to put in a bow press right? and you can adjust that. Whereas, and see, I think, I think more bow companies are going to start doing that where you can adjust it yourself. Oh, they have to. Yeah. Just because, I mean. There's not bow shops around every corner. Right. But if you want to do the smart thing, like, you know, you want to be like, you know, say how like Ford Motor Company does, how when you want to take a repair and you got to take it to a certified dealer and they yeah. got to do it. Right. So, you know, when when I was trying to sell my Creed XS, the problem that I, everybody was running into was like, I want this bow. Problem is it's not in my draw length. 
And I was like, well, that's not a problem because we'll just find one of the mods. You can't find them. Really? And, you know, that, huh. that, that ties back into do they really need to make a bow a year? Where, you know, again, I, I, you shouldn't have to force bow companies to keep making this stuff. But, you know, where uh, if you were a company and you had, like, the ability to make stuff and, you know, assuming there's no patents and you wouldn't get sued by this, being a company that made, like, strict replacement parts for bows. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, if you, were a, if you were a company... Kind of like after, an AC Delco like of, an aftermarket, yeah, of cars. Aftermarket like an aftermarket, parts. yeah, and you were making, like... You well, know, you call somebody, hey, man, I'm looking for uh, you it's know, It's like the auto 20- zone of GM. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm looking for a 2014, you know, 27-inch Creed XS right-handed mm-hmm. mod. Yep, we got it in stock. I mean, I think that would... I would imagine that... I'm no expert, but I would imagine that they're doing the mods because it's a whole lot easier and cheaper to manufacture that yeah. cam than it is a cam that's got all these little sets of holes in it. All the adjustments. Yeah. Then, yeah, I mean, many, you got to drill and tap out yeah. every single hole. Because I mean, yeah. then how many extra do you really make? Do you really make enough? Mm-hmm. I, do you that, make enough for that year in case something right. happens? Or all of a sudden someone's like, right. well, this mod, uh, I need a different mod. Well, sorry, you better just buy a brand new and bow. that's the problem when you go yeah. to try to shoot some bows sometimes. Oh well, we don't have the mod in your draw link, so you can't shoot that bow until we get. And one. yeah, you can't you so, can't yeah, blame the them because the ability that White has, because even my son's old Cobalt has that, you know. Where and my, I think I believe my Havoc Tech had that too. Where you just take a screw out, turn it, and, sh- and that and that's, and, and that's understandable. Where you know not a lot of people do it because all those machining options and everything. But I think more. Bow companies need the option of an adjust fully adjustable yeah, bow. Yeah, you know, because not yeah. every bow company has that. Right. And hey, for a thousand or thousand twelve hundred bucks, I'm paying for that bow. Give me an adjustable cam. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and, yeah. and have you have you shot the Defiant? No, I have not. It yet. is a swell shooting bow. Really, uh, it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, don't get me wrong; it's a beautiful bow. It shoots awesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're like the new DFX cams, and they're adjustable, and they will. You know, they're 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 the they're one of the top brands for a reason, mm-hmm. and they've got it down to you know engineering science. So if they can do that, other companies can too. Now you know maybe there is a reason why they make them out like you said, mm-hmm. but with Hoyt already setting that bar where it's at, you know, all you got to do is that you order three demo bows in, and you've got. Every, yeah, every so everybody that walks through the door is probably going to yeah. be able to shoot it. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm 26 inches, and sometimes that'll sell you a bow. I would imagine mm-hmm. right there because well, I got to come back. Well, I'm an hour and a half away from here. Yeah, right? exactly. So I might go west exactly. instead of east next time. Yeah. And that shop has what I want. So I. But suppose. I think I think I mean if a bow company is going to send a shop a new bow, they should send every mod with it. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you know if I see a new bow coming out, I'm like, right. I want to shoot that thing. Yeah. And and maybe they do, but by the when they sell that bow, well, you're right. Every new bow that comes, in, you know, back in the new model of that year, right, or whatever. Because let's say I go in and I buy the elite with the 27 mods, the synergy. Well, that bow just went out the door. Now they don't have 27 mods anymore. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they should either have a back stock or. But then where does the company where does the company in. start losing money? Because yeah, we're sending these to you, and you're right. going to put on bows. They need to they need to get some paper too. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's that fine line, and I think that's I don't know if maybe that's why Hoyt did that because they sell an ungodly amount of bows, so they probably just yeah. figured, 
you know what? We'll spend more now and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. which I, maybe I'll, I'll do a little more research into because I'd like to. Mm-hmm. I'd like to look at what the benefits of a mod versus an adjustable cam are. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? true. I mean, I, obviously the resale value for as the consumer, the resale value of an adjustable. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just besides the option of it costs more to machine it out, I think there's got to be a better advantage over one or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah. but there's got to be an advantage over it. I would say it's cheaper. We're going to look at who's it. I you would think say that's they, what it is? I would say it's cheaper to make and they make more money. Someone someone figure that out. To, you know what? It's cheaper to, here's what we do. to produce a cam and a mod than it is all that other stuff. It's got to be. Here's what we're going to do. they're making more money doing it. That's got to be. Or the engineering, the expense of the engineering to go on the computer program to design a Hoyt cam is probably more, way more extensive than it is for an Elite cam. Now, everybody don't text us and tell me I'm stupid because I don't know. But no, no, no. This is what we are going to do. sounds right to me. Someone's going to figure this out, and you're going to go to workingclassbowhunter.com. There you go. And you're going to contact us. Some bow expert. Give us an And you're going to send us some information on either why we're wrong or why we're spot on. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to get you a koozie and a sticker and maybe an autograph. We actually know a couple guys who could probably tell us the answer very easily. Oh, yeah, we could copy. for sure. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we not can find the this out, but yeah. I don't really know the advantage of one or the other. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I don't know. I don't send know. us your thoughts. I actually yeah. uh, message yeah, us on Facebook, us uh, Twitter, Working Class Bowhunter. I think. You're the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy who's running the Twitter. I should know. Uh, we're on Instagram, too, uh, Working Class Bowhunter. Yeah, find that uh, Find that out. Dude, let us know. Just send us a message, what you think. Um, the best answer, we'll get the koozie sticker and autograph from one of us. Yep. So uh, we're going to talk about what do you, What are we all doing to get ready for the season? Yeah, a little transition good, here. Good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we're I'm, sweating. Uh, yeah, we're sweating. Uh, we're sweat, sweating. Sweating all our scent out right now. It's hotter than Sadie's here in Iowa. I know that. Yeah, it's, it's hotter like than Satan's toenails. Something today with the heat index. We're right. Fun. Oh, it was bad. I, uh, I'm doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm not either. Tell it cools off. I don't care. Right. I love deer, but they can wait. I almost went out and started clearing up trails and everything today. Yeah. I was outside for about ten minutes. I'm like. No, uh, no I was on a mower all day today, and yeah, I went back in some woods, and dude, the mosquitoes! Like, I got, I was getting bit on my back under my shirt, and I was like, "Ah, man, I'm glad I'm not doing this today." Yeah, you know, you when I when I first would go out in the like the deep woods, when I was like, "Oh man, you know." Maybe I'll go out right after the rain because the rain will keep the bugs away, right? Oh no, that was that was my yeah. theory. <laughs> no, <laughs> silly no. dilly me, <laughs> did I walk out there and it it was like, uh, man, it was it was bad. You know, like that movie, like Three Hundred, when all like the Persians show up. Yeah, it was like all the mosquitoes. <laughs> did, and uh, yeah, well, and you so, have you have to wear long pants and long mm-hmm, sleeves, yeah. and it's just it's miserable. It makes it tough, you know. I mean, yeah, obviously, don't go outside. Um, you know, if it's that tough, because, uh, you know, when you start sweating, you know, you start getting out of it. And if you're hanging tree stands and stuff and you're up, you know, like where I hang my tree stands, like three and a half feet off the ground, yeah. you know, that's up pretty high. Well, yeah. at least <laughs> make sure you take your Badlands pack with you with the bladder in it. Oh, full, yes. Full of water and you'll be good. Yeah. No, I've, I've been mowing. I mowed my paths to my stands, you know, some of my entrance and exit paths and kept them groomed up and. 
pushed a few branches out with the bucket on the tractor, get them out of the way, open up some deer trails. But mostly right now with it being so hot, I haven't even got my cameras up yet. Um, but mostly what I've been doing to prepare for deer season is shooting my bow. I mean, that's that's hey, a, that's the best that's, thing you yeah. can do right now. Yep. I mean, dialing I can, in my HHA site and yep. getting my tape on. I've had my cameras out, but I've only checked them like twice because yeah. it's too damn hot out. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even want to yeah. walk yeah, all that way. <laughs> I said, a one of I lost a bungee strap and uh, I like I stole some Romex for my dad and like that. Uh, we put it on on the Facebook. I got a little, I got a little something I'll show you about that, but um, yeah, it like. It starts getting really annoying, but like here's here's Steve's little tip of the week. I'm I'm sure somebody's already figured this out, but because um, those straps or the the they're um, the bungees, like the little uh, elastic, elastic ones, bungees, that like they don't go on some of the trees that you want because like you see a tree and you're like, oh, that'd be perfect. Oh, and it's like it's either too small or too large. There's been times where I've like had to shove sticks under, but dude, do you get some Romex, some twelve two? <laughs> <laughs> and you just cut it, and dude, when you you just pull it tight, it, it doesn't matter how you big or how trail small. Cameras, but trail yeah, for trail oh, okay. cameras, it depends on it. Like if you've got like you're talking uh, tree stands, over yeah, there. I know. Well, huh? If you've got those last, I'm sorry, no, I'm talking trail cameras. Yeah. Sorry, it's, if you're over uh, 200 pounds, you got to use 12.3, not 12.2. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a little bit extra there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah you might you might want to go up to three out <laughs> wire, but. Uh yeah no if you if you're doing uh, you're hanging cameras yeah use that Romex and uh, like cut it to the leave it long and like dude you just wrap it and because you know it make sure it's it it'll stay there like you just tie it tight and you just twist it if you've got the way that mine set up is it's like the uh, I, I can't there's like a what valley. kind of camera is it it's a wild game I can't tell you wild game innovations I cannot tell you what the brand name see, is see I've always used Moultrie and they always have I don't have the bungee straps they it's got, got the strap yeah the, you've got that it's a cinch tight yeah. that's the ones I, like if I I'm gonna buy some Moultrie's see but the thing I hate about them is uh, they're awesome for you know if you got a small tree or a big tree mm-hmm. you can do it but if you have a small tree, you have all that extra hanging off. Oh, yeah. You yeah. And I'm always like, I'm like ah. See, if gonna, it's windy out, is that yeah. going to blow in the wind yeah. and scare deer? Like, what do you do with that? Like, you can wrap it around the camera, but then it makes the camera stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And you're like, what do you do Dude, with all the extra? Wrap it around Dude. underneath the tree under the camera and then pull it up and tuck right. it. Get some 12-gauge wire, and, I'm yeah. telling you, dude, and just wrap it right around. <laughs> By the time I, the season's done, man, you take the excess. Dude, you go take that to the junkyard. Yeah, scrap it. <laughs> right. Well, you got the, you do the uh, old uh, old trick where you throw it in the fire and there you go, burn, off, <laughs> burn off the coating <laughs> so it's clean so, yeah, copper so, so you get a little more for it. <laughs> when I'm looking to put up a trail cam, I try and find the biggest tree I can. Yeah, right. Easy just so oh, I yeah. have all that excess shit yeah. hanging off. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It, it, that's one of them one of them battles that it's just. Hopefully, it'll cool off soon, and then we'll just get busting at it because it's time. It's time to hang the cameras. It's time to get the stands. You know, we're getting. You know, I would like say we're in the middle of the smack dab middle of preseason. Yeah, the calm before. The uh storm. not if you're yes. in Florida. If you're in Florida, oh, it's hot right, right now. They're hunting already. Dude, their season started like last Saturday. Yeah, that is nuts. I can't believe it. Yep. Dude, but, I, but you see everyone now, they're getting food plots in. They're getting yeah. everything in. 
Yeah, we're like, uh, you know, the squirrels will chew up your seat cushions at the end of the year. We're getting all the new seat cushions ready to go. Get all your boat. My dad just went and bought new ratchet straps and uh, bow ropes to haul your bow up. And, you know, we we purchased a couple more lifelines. And, man, I saw a couple stories this week about a couple guys who fell hanging stands. Yeah. Man, guys, get that stuff. Wear that. Use it. I used, yeah. a, I used Gosh, a Lyman's. It's not worth it. I used a Lyman's belt for the first time last weekend. Yeah. And that thing They're is awesome. amazing. Uh, like Hunter, for because you can just lean back yep. and you have both hands free. Yep. Like before, I would struggle so much because you're wrapping one hand, hanging yourself yep. on. There's, you're trying to get the strap for the the sticks or whatever. And I'm like, yep. I'm pretty sure Hunter insane. Safety Systems. One of those companies just came out with a um, with a product, um, and it's it's like a tool belt, but it's it's like it. Um, yeah, it, yes, it, I just had I just seen I a review that. on yeah. it and yeah. it looks awesome. It's got pouches all yeah, over. Yeah, it's got so pouches. You put all your stuff in it when you're up in there. And, it's and like, yeah, it is like a lineman's belt. Yeah. And um, yeah, get the lineman's belt, guys. Do it. It's there's no excuse. It's it's no totally excuse. worth it. Yeah, if totally you say I'm it. old and I know something. I know about using a lineman's belt. Put that sucker on. Put oh my god, it's out of a great invention. Linus. But yeah. I mean, it's not even saying you know that it's gonna save you. Yeah, but it's more of. Okay, this is gonna help me hang this stuff because yeah. you can literally lean back on like a seat mm-hmm. and you have both Two hands free. Hands. Yep, it's, it's and no you can brainer. do whatever you want. It's not it's like no you're brainer. hugging a tree and everything. You guys want to hear my invention? And it will save you. <laughs> I just will, came yeah. up with this, and I wouldn't even be upset if somebody stole this and used it and made money off it. Here's what you do: you like get like it, you know this how always, like this always scares me. Listen, yeah. you know how like Mark, firefighters have that give up your million dollar idea, right? <laughs> you know how firefighters have that. You know, yeah, jump out the window, you know, three stories, and you can land on that that, uh, that cushion. Arrow, and go, arrow cushion. Dude, just get something that like can go all the way Straps around around the tree, and yeah, it'll go around the tree and it'll it'll puff up, so it's you can work idea. there. So if you fall, you know, it'll hit. Uh, you know that. I already see issues yeah, with it. Well, how do you power it? You know, you take a yeah. generator and scare the deer. Yeah. Well, whatever. If a if a if deer hear a generator once, <laughs> and then see some <laughs> see something floating, or and just leave it there, there. whatever. Oh, no, you leave it there all seasons in case you fall every tree. Stand. Use a harness yeah, and a lineman's rope, and you don't need to. Right, but yeah, is that, yeah, I you know, but it's yeah, dumb. It's, it's dumb not to. I hate yeah. to be. Yeah. What month yeah. is is it? September is uh, tree stand safety or I safety or awareness month? So. Yep. You know, we'll uh, we'll harp on that a lot. But dude, it, you know, there's no reason. Like I I know guys that. You know, we'll still tell, and I, they'll tell me like, oh, I go, I go up there, you know, in a climber, and I, I never wear a, I never wear a safety harness, and I'm like, yeah. dude, I, I just, I, I do not get that. I, used I mean, a climber I, twice in my life, and about fell out of it both times. I hate them. I don't. <laughs> they're, the, I, in my opinion, they're the most dangerous stands there are. And I've so if you don't wear one in that, you yeah right yeah here's your sign. I wear a, I wear a <laughs> harness every time, and I've gone about three times without a harness. Mm-hmm. And once you get up there, you're worried. You're like, I don't feel comfortable (laughs) sitting down or standing up. It just, like, every time you're sitting down, you want to stand up and stretch. It's like, I don't have a belt on. Yeah, I don't have a, I'm not attached to this tree (laughs) somehow. It's just weird. I don't, I I, I don't play that. Like, um, you know, even if, because they are expensive, you know, on on the more expensive side. And so some people back on a hundred bucks, I'll be fine. been fine. I'll, you know. What's your life worth, honestly? Right. I mean, One time a broken you... back or... Well, me, mean... you know, I'm looking at like 100 bucks. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is this thing going to be on sale anytime yeah. soon? <laughs> yeah. But like, 
I guess shooting your broadheads would be another thing that, you know, getting ready for season that guys are starting yep. to do now. Yep. You know, you've been shoot. shooting all this time and dialing in your field yep. points. Yep. Better start picking which broadhead you're going to shoot and start shooting them and, and dialing them in. If you want to keep your uh, – this is an advantage for uh, for all you HHA guys out there, wink, wink. <laughs> if you want to shoot field points and you want to shoot field points during the season when you're not hunting but you want to shoot broadheads – well, you got the option for an adjustable dial. That's right. Or a replacement wheel. One one tiny little Allen wrench. Which, oh, yeah. honestly, I would rather do that because I know that I would be, I'm going to be shooting a lot. Right. So I'm going to have one wheel for field points and one for broadheads. You know like what? For I, sure. I discovered well, the last week that you can even have one wheel for a certain release. Because I shot, oh, yeah. I shot oh, the, you know, the, yeah. the strap release with the index finger trigger, and then I got a, a Carter chocolate light, and I started shooting it, and I was hitting two to three inches low. I'm well, like, what the heck's going on? During league, I'll show people that, and yeah. it blows their mind. They're like, that is honestly the best invention ever, because a lot of people there shoot those fat arrows yep. for league, yep. and they got to re-side in for hunting, because mm-hmm. they shoot a smaller diameter arrow, and exactly. I'm like, well, with this HHA, you can just... Sight in both arrows and just change out the wheel. Yep. And like that is the best invention I've ever seen. Yep. And that's that's I I noticed that too. That I could I could get into, you know, you can get as many wheels as you want. I could get a wheel for my wrist strap release. I could get a wheel for my uh, thumb release because it hits a little bit lower than my other release. And I also have the Victory VAP arrows, and I have aluminum inserts which weigh. 50 grains and i have stainless steel inserts that weigh 92 grains so if you could set up four different wheels dial in for the aluminum inserts dial in for the stainless ones if you're going to go out and hunt elk you want more weight out front more foc if you got three different releases and they hit different you can put a wheel for each release and, and how much time it, how much time is it going to take you to do it well, same amount of time as exactly. if you were going to do you, it anyway you yeah. have the setup wheel yep. leave that the setup wheel put that on for your each arrow or a different setup, yep. put that number on a different wheel, and you're set to go. Exactly. Yep. I, I see Mark over here having a whole rubber made full of these. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 75. <laughs> Money bags. He's like, all right, this is my red stag yeah. hunt that I'm going on. I got oh, he's got them all labeled. Speaking, yeah. speaking of exotic hunts, our good buddy Baker. Baker is Levitt. killing it right now. Oh, yeah, and he went to Africa. And I totally forgot about that. He knocked down. I was talking to him. Is that a shot? Yes. Yeah, uh, dude, one, I don't yeah. know. Then It was a wildebeest, and then he got a... I'm not familiar with those animals. Yeah. We should be. It was a regular he, he got something that looked like something. Something that looked like something. <laughs> yeah, I, I know he didn't shoot Timon or Pumbaa, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Simba dead either. But, um, yeah, he's over there. He's loving it, and he's he's super excited. Um, we we are going to get him on for an episode we, yeah, so we can so talk we got to have him on once he gets home. Because he's killing yeah. him with bows. Yeah, nice. Everything. And, yeah. You know, that guy... That guy hustles, and uh, yeah, we we love that dude. He's I was he's always a, hoping he's a character man. He, he is a character. We love him. Yeah, go support um, go support him. Go uh, go buy as much Killcliff uh, recovery drinks as you can. Make sure that uh, tell them tell Killcliff to fund that next Africa trip because I'm sure that isn't cheap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe someday I get to do that. Uh, so that's like I know a, you guys talked a, about that last time. Let's do it tomorrow, like man. Episode, right? Hey, you want to go tomorrow? You want to leave tomorrow? Sure, go I'm ready, man. Sure, wait, wait. Just drink your bank account. They won't go. Who cares? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is the antelope wheel. This is the... <laughs> yeah. Guess, yeah, there's... Uh, a... um, another thing doing 
for getting ready for season to be trying different arrow and vein setups. <clears throat> I know our buddy got, Tim's always playing with that stuff. Well, look at how many arrows I got in here. I got. Yeah, you got tons of arrows, tons of veins. There's different veins on every single arrow in here, almost. We need to we need to talk about veins. I need to try some different ones. Hey, too. if you need some, let me know. Let me know. Longer ones. <laughs> I probably look at veins more than anything else in archery. Really? I'll yeah. get the same arrow and just put ten different veins on each nice. on all of them, just nice. to try something different. Yep. Tune it up. Get it ready, guys. It's coming. Yeah, right. you know. I it, think I think too though. Like August is. Go time for me. Yeah. Because yeah. September, I don't, I like to be out of the woods as much as possible. Right. I'll check my trail cams probably one time mm-hmm. during September, and that's it. Yeah. I'm out of there. I think I'm, I'm going to check mine once, and I'm going to leave it all of August. All of uh, two weeks into September. I think I'll go about two weeks in. I'll go, I'll I go usually check. go about mid September, yeah. check them, and then let it sit for two weeks and be done. I'll be out of there. Yeah, because that'll be. So I'll leave it sit about six weeks, six weeks, um, and and I'm hoping I get get some good photo because you know, it, it, dude, that would really suck if I could go there and something happened. But um, there's one little thing I want to uh, touch on. There's so many inventions, like especially like Moultrie's doing it, where you can get that uh, that receiver that'll send you a text yep, when, to it, your when, it, when a when deer comes, phone, sorry. which is which is cool. Um, and you know, I <laughs> see, see all, but the only way with that thing, the only way I think that would work for me is if I had a property far away Yeah, where you couldn't just say, Hey, today I'm going to go check my trail cams. Cause take, that thing's going to be, it sends you a text. Your day. Yeah. It yeah. sends them to you every time it takes a picture, oh, yeah. which yeah. is, it, which is, is cool. I mean, especially for not just, um. Deer picture purposes, but I mean, you gotta look at oh, someone's trespassing, trespassing or, or anything have like they that. Made one that's affordable yet? The problem is, the problem is, it's new technology, though. I mean, it's right. like anything else. Look at flat screen TVs. Yeah, they were oh, yeah. ten thousand dollars when they first came out. Somewhere. Now they're a hundred bucks. You, you know? know, yeah, yeah. Like Blu Ray, when Blu Ray players came out, they're four hundred bucks. Now you can buy them at Aldi's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the the problem that I see with these and I don't know that they'll fix it because they'll make more money doing this, which is brilliant. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer. If you can make money, do it. Mm-hmm. Well, to an extent. See, and the, the thing I want is battery life. No, I'm not. Well, battery life isn't, isn't a concerning thing with with what I'm talking about. This thing, it's one unit per one camera. They, right. If they could yep. make it, all your cameras send it so out to say, one. So what you're saying is, so you buy four different cameras, and you set have that, to get four, four different setup receivers, yes. which are equally expensive as cameras. Right now, if you've got the money and you can do it, go, go for, for it. it. Right. What? But why couldn't you? Why couldn't they do a package deal and set that all up in one plan? More cameras you get, the cheaper it is. Because how much more money are they going to make? But they should do that. Well, they should. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I mean, for, yeah, the, ga- for the gas for the be, working man, gas right? should be six cents a gallon, like it was when Mark was a young yeah. pup <laughs> hitting his sticking wheel down the. We didn't have to put uh, gas oh. in our horses. He was, yeah, was, he was over there crank starting yeah. his, exactly crank when Mark, his car. When Mark was <laughs> when, when Mark was old, the wheel wasn't even invented yet. <laughs> no, um, the uh, I, I, the thing I did want to originally talk about, and this is when I had a droid phone. Is that 
the um, a lot of the wild game cameras I know have the uh, mini SD card. Yep. So what I got, actually, my girlfriend got it for me. You know, real nice. She bought me two of them. It's the mini. It's it's the mini platform, but it's a micro card that goes in it. Yep. So yep. the micro card goes in it, and like I, I'd never seen this before. And the first thing I thought was, dude, I wish I still had my Samsung Galaxy. Yeah. Because okay. it has a port where, and that's I, I don't understand why Apple never did that. But if you've got an iPad, that's a whole different story. Like this is just for guys who don't have have a tablet, and all you have is a, like a Galaxy phone. And you can put that little micro card in there. You can check it right then and there. Well, see, they're making ones now where you up. plug them right in your charger port, and it has an SD adapter, so you can oh, plug it yeah, right in they and do. check it right on your phone. Which what, was that Gene that posted that picture? Well, yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. an old a nice Gene. Yeah. Um, see, and that's all right, but then you get to a point. Okay, now you got to save all those to your can- to your phone, and then transfer yeah. transfer them to your computer. You know, I mean, there's sometimes I have. You know, twelve hundred pictures right, right. on my SD card. But with the Apple, the cloud, because you, you're going to go back and, and delete them anyway. But it's just a leaf flying by. You, you know, you or, have to save them though. No, you, I I don't think you have to save. I don't know exactly how it works. We should do a field home. test. I might this. order one just so we can test it and try it. Yeah. There is a thing that that will kind of do that. It's a uh, and I, I've I've been seeing on Facebook the past couple of days. It's like a it's a reader and you put it in and it looks like it's maybe Bluetooth. And you put the card in there, and it sends the pictures right to your phone. Hmm. So see now, I just carry my laptop with me. I mean, it's in my backpack. I check them. What what backpack? My Badlands backpack. Uh, Absolutely. The Super Day. Is that what nope, that one is? the tree stand pack. Yeah, the tree stand pack. It's a little yeah. bit smaller, a little bit easier to get in. Yeah. See, I and and I did that last year where I sat out there with my laptop and transfer them over, and then That's you put the hilarious. card back. But, but see, the thing never considered sitting in okay, my tree stand with okay. my laptop. No, no, so, no, no, not in the tree stand. Oh, no, 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 so oh no, I thought you were hunting and doing. No, this, God, this no. is what I do though. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? I'll take, no, that's for I take a desktop of that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll take two. I'll take an extra card with me. So normally, what I yeah. do is I have two cards right. per camera, and I just mm-hmm. switch them out. Okay. But I can't wait. To get home oh, okay. to my computer to check the pictures, you know. I guess so I run back to my truck, you know. I turn the AC, I crank the AC, and I put that card in. I'm like, I gotta see what's yeah, on here. That's like, what I uh, see. That's what I want. You know, we, got we, the, we don't have the luxury you do, Mark, where you just walk yeah, out your back door. Out, and yeah, exactly. Stand. It's just a tractor ride back from the tree right. stand. Yeah, house Mark's at his house all day. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need a trail camera. Just, just yeah. my closest <laughs> property is like. 20 minutes Mark's away. a dinosaur, yeah. so what he does for fun is just looks out a window yeah. <laughs> like a lot of those old guys like, do. <laughs> what deer do I have on my property today? And he just yep. sticks his binoculars yeah, when he's not window. looking at his birds. Go sit on the deck <laughs> or in the tree stand that's in my yard. And right. When, uh, right. Yeah, I, I, I got two cards now, and it, it'll be de- two cards will be dedicated to that camera just because it's like, you know, you don't want to be throwing them out and other things. Just two cards are dedicated to to a specific camera. Well, see, that's what I do too. I have, I have my cameras numbered, and I have each card numbered to that camera. Yeah, that's good. Just because every every once in a while, like I've had it before, where two different cameras, but I took one card out of one and put it in the other one, and I came back and had zero pictures. I've mm-hmm. had that too. Where it's like, okay, I I every time I came here, I've had like eight hundred pictures, whether it's a stick flying by or whatever. But mm-hmm. there's always that chance where it could mess up and not work 
Yeah. I've had but that, he, like, they upgraded SD cards recently in the last year or two or something like that. I had to go to Walmart and say, hey, why doesn't my SD card work in my trail cameras anymore? Oh, they must have updated the SD cards yeah. and the format and all that. And I'm just like, computer challenge, and I was lost. Well, because well, you can kind of understand. There's, there's a different class of SD cards, too, like class four or six. Right. Well, because it's, it, you know what's weird is that's, cameras it's, a dying, it's a dying form of technology. Oh, it is. It's and like as, a floppy disk. It, it is yeah. like a floppy disk, because when a floppy <laughs> disk is out, people are like, how do we live without this? You know, now with the cloud being out there, which I do see... That's where trail cameras are heading. Trail cameras are going to be all cloud-based here in probably... <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, mark my words, probably three years. See, I don't even know what cloud is. That tells the cloud, it's like, <laughs> I, it's, we need to put pictures you up know, on the work. You remember what a floppy disk is. Yeah, right? cloud's up in the sky, dude. Well, you remember when the... <laughs> uh, here, the you remember when the... Um, the Razer came out. Yeah. The Razer phone. You remember how yeah. that was the hot new thing? Oh, yeah. I think it was like two years after that as the iPhone came out. Right. Yep. So you understand where, where that technology came from, where the Razer, it was like, oh, my God, look how thin they made this. You know, you, you look and they're like, look how thin they made this phone. All of a sudden, now they're like, uh, I can cool. look at websites in my car. Yeah. You know, and, and, that's, I, and, and, that's, and that's where it gets into how much technology, are not just in your bow setup, but... And hunting all together, you know what I mean? It's going to be so... You know now what? you can you can take drones over your property, you can yeah. do yeah, but, everything. But now look at where we are, and we talked about this earlier with Mark, you know, the te- like you, like like with your, the generation before you and yours, when doing bows, you guys worked on them yourselves. Mm. And there was like a lot of pride, and you enjoyed doing that yeah. stuff, you know? Now we go out and look at trail cameras. Or, well, how long have trail cameras been around for? Yeah, Not they, that long. They weren't when I started. <laughs> and that's right, and right. that's a tradition of ours. Oh, let me go. Let me go check trail cameras. Yeah. Now you know the, this next generation is going to see, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's going to be. Let me click this button and uh, upload all the cameras that I have out there now. Yeah. Oh, they're on uh, walking sticks. Let me move this over like the Mars rover. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, that, I, that, that gets me too. Where I was saying, you know, I can't stand to wait home to or to get home to look at my pictures. Right. I couldn't believe what it was like. Where you had to go get your pictures developed. Oh yeah, I used to oh, yeah. do that all the time. That would drive me it insane. It was terrible. I had to wait man. an hour for Wal- Walgreens. Come on, man. Oh man, that was when they were insane. quick. Yeah, yeah. An hour was like awesome. Dude, I mean, one yeah, hour is good, man. Yeah. yeah. When I first started, That's well, crazy. the first trail camera I know that came out was like a game cam with a string, and if the deer walked by and tripped the lever, it just told you. So what it was like a trip wire. Yeah, it just told you what time the deer came through. That's it. Oh, it gave no you like pictures. a. It was like it was like a punch yeah. car, like punching it yeah. at work. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sasquatch it was like at seven forty-seven. Was it a doe? Was it a fawn? Was it a? So it didn't cow? take a picture. It just it told you what take time. A picture just told you what time. Something. That's awesome. came that, I mean, you know, is still but, though back and that, and back that then. Wasn't that long ago? Oh, if you yeah, think about it, but it wasn't. But think about when it went from nothing at all. Ninety-one, ninety. 90, 91, 92. Yeah, well, th- think about it. Before that, a year before that, you had no idea. Now, yeah, right. one year later, you at least know something's moving through well, yeah, there. I mean, the yeah. cell the cell phone thing where it sends it to your cell phone, that's only been out for what? Yeah, two, I, three years, you, maybe? If that, yeah. yeah. If that, maybe well, two years? Probably two, three. Because that Moultrie thing's new, but as I remember, there was, was some covert else? cam. That covert or Spy Point. Yeah. Spy Point. Spy Point, Spy Point came out with the first yeah, one, like which. Maybe three years ago. Which now. they said. They said that. They're yeah. like, okay, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. 
And then everyone now is jumping on board saying, okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. It's going to be the next big thing for Trump. Yeah, it's, and, yeah, and now you guys are starting to see where I'm talking about because I'm always looking at technology. It's, okay, you know, at what point do you say – because you can't have walkie-talkies in the woods with you at, at right. some point. Uh, and I know in Illinois, like I looked at that. I'm like, my first thought was, dude, who still has walkie-talkies? Yeah, right. We got a phone. Right? So this is yeah. an outdated technology. Now – you know, um, are you going to be able to have those cameras with those modems or uh, eh, not modems? That's a, that's the wrong thing. But are you still going to be able to have those cameras be able to send you pictures while you're hunting? Yeah. Yeah. The, because the good old state of Illinois will probably make some new good yeah, yeah. rules. <laughs> see, because you see, you see where I'm at with that. It's, right. you know, now you're in the woods. Uh, you know, same same principle applies with walkie talkies. Why I'm guessing um, I'm not 100% sure of why they did that, but I'm guessing it's because they can't be like, you got a deer coming down this way. Yeah, right. You know. Well, in certain states, I mean, there's trail cameras themselves are illegal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, What's his I name mean, uh, from Matrix it, Targets was telling us? You can't have yeah, trail cameras yeah, out when the season Idaho starts. Idaho or Wyoming or something? Uh, there, might be Montana. Yeah, maybe Might be Montana. Montana. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on... Who feels what way about what? It's the old argument that, well, I won't shoot a deer inside a, a fenced hunt because I don't shoot deer inside fenced hunts. Well, I do. Well, yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, I do. well, I want to shoot a 478-inch deer. Yeah, I won't <laughs> shoot expandables because I'm shooting, you know. Yeah, and you know. So we're, where does the line get drawn and too and, much technology for? Yeah, we're actually, uh, we're supposed to get, um, he's a good friend of mine, Neil Anderson. He's a state senator for Illinois oh, yeah. in the 72nd district, um, and he's a, he's a hunter. We're going to actually try and get him on a podcast here pretty soon and just kind of talk about, yeah. uh, you know, how, because it's nuts. You know, it, if you haven't looked into it yet, you know, I highly encourage everybody to, you know, read, for sure, go grab that new DNR manual, um, and go look into it, and to understand how things become laws in there, like cross, it has to go through like state senates and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Well, uh, and, in it, Illinois, it, it's good to to read up on that manual every year because it changed so yeah. much every year. And you right? need to know that you have to know it, or else you're not going to have. Because a you know, unfortunately, we live in a uh, in a world where you, on average, commit 300 felonies a day. <laughs> or a year. I uh, know I'm not I'm not a day a year. That's I'm a sorry. Year. But 300 felonies a year is what you commit without you even knowing. That's right. just the amount of laws that are passed. So, you know, when, when we uh hopefully when we get Neil in, we'll, he'll be able to talk about, you know, what what you know, if you can do anything in your state, um how that all can work. But yeah, it's just such an interesting thing of how how laws can become laws, you know, or regulations and things and you know, I think that maybe as hunters, we should really look at what can we do to really better um, our our hunting experience and keeping it around for our kids. So, you know, again, with the limiting technology, you know, as hunters, we all got to agree that maybe there's a stopping point. Yeah. You know, maybe you shouldn't be able to wear thermal thermal goggles and look like you like your predator and look oh here comes a hot spot mm -hmm. you know there'll probably be people making cases for that but again as hunters we need to you know draw a line where does technology stop where can it keep expanding and keep getting better 
But where can it pull back? But that's, that's why we have groups like Pope and Young around mm-hmm. in Boone yeah, Crockett. That's what I was to, gonna uh, say. Yeah. That's, you you know, said the hardest word in the world. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's gonna agree. No. And it just no. I mean basically that's how it is. Basically hunt how you wanna hunt as long as it's legal. Support everybody in the hunting industry and stop tearing each other down because right. of a certain way that they hunt. We're that's all we're I, we're all in this together. Right, yeah. Let's get along yep. and I had a better, there, there, there's better this for us. There's one person you can tear down, and um, that's it. Just one. Who's that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it, just saying somebody has to have a scapegoat. Oh, yeah. we'll, okay. we'll, we'll take a poll, and you can decide. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple contenders, but we'll let the people decide. So you can have one. That's it. And, uh, and then we'll all agree. But what we can all, all three of us, agree on in this room is it is way too hot. And it's about time. Yeah. We are over our time. On that note. And yeah. we need to go to the tavern, go get a burger. Yep. <laughs> and you know what to do. Go check out workingclassbowhunter.com. <laughs> yep. I did you it. butchered that. <laughs> How did I butcher it? Go check out Working Class Bowhunter. I thought it was go shoot uh, your... Uh, go what check he? out... Go, go work... shoot a doe. That's what he says, right? Well, we got to check out the the website first. Yeah, yeah. We plug it. And then after that, go shoot your Go bow. shoot a doe, Yeah. <laughs> Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.